Amazon products to me are very different than products you sell on your own website. They cross over eventually, but mm -hmm. if you're starting off, it's two different types of product criteria that I would use. Um, and that's why I, you know, it's kind of hard to tell people where to start until you know what kind of product they want. But for me, I tell them to start on a Shopify knowing what I know right now. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, today we're discussing expanding beyond Amazon. Yep, expanding beyond Amazon to Shopify. The pros, the cons, the do's, the don'ts, and everything in between. We're going to be talking about why amazing.com uh, made the biggest change that they've ever done in 10 years and focusing on Shopify rather than Amazon. Are you really telling people not to sell on Amazon anymore? No. So we're going to be digging into that. And we're going to be talking about, do you think uh, people should expand to Shopify after selling on Amazon or can they start selling directly on Shopify? All right, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, like I said, today we're going to be talking about expanding beyond Amazon to Shopify, the pros, the cons, the do's, the don'ts, and everything in between. Our guest, one of my favorite people, is Chief Product Officer at Amazing.com and President of Zoof, a full suite of software tools for online sellers. He's helped teach over 35,000 entrepreneurs how to build profitable businesses selling their own brands of physical products online. In his role as president of Zoof, he and his team are continually building the best software tools for both advanced and beginner e-commerce businesses. My guest coming soon is Mike McClary. But before Mike, let's have a word from our sponsor. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors to help keep this podcast running. The Lunch with Norm podcast would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Jeff Schick Law, Rebate.com, Honu Worldwide, Digital Blacksmiths, Netfluence, Extreme Power, and Startup Club. Now back to the show. Welcome, Mike. Hey, Norm. Hey, Kelsey, everyone. So, so excited to be here again. Have you ever called Kelsey BB or Boy Blunder or? Uh, no, you know I have by not. That name? But I no? know I'm going to be doing that forever. Yeah. I mean, if you do have any other names, that's fine as well. Uh, we have a whole uh, dictionary full of uh, Kelsey names. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're doing some, before we get into Shopify, Amazing is doing something amazing, and that's bringing back SellerCon. Uh, I was I was uh, a little shocked when I heard that it was coming back. So you took a hiatus, and now you're back. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we were supposed to have our last SellerCon in 2020, and, um, you know, the pandemic hit, right? And yeah. so it was, we're coming right up on it. It was going to be later that spring. And then we just had to figure out like, what are we going to do? Um, you know, we sold thousands of tickets. Everyone's ready to go to Vegas. Um, but we did what everyone did. We had to, you know, cancel it for now. And then hopefully we were hoping, who knew 
when you could travel again. You know, we're all thinking it's going to be a day, a week, a month, surely by the end of the year. Didn't happen. Um, and so what we did is we went virtual. And so we had our first ever virtual SellerCon then in 2021. And it was awesome. Like it was, it was great. We flew out to a studio in LA. They had like 3D, everything around us. So it looked like we're actually in a live studio uh, with people there. Uh, it was really, really cool, but it wasn't the same as being live in a person. Norm, you've been there and there's nothing quite like being around a couple thousand other people doing exactly what you do. Um, the, the motivation, the strategies, the tactics you get at a Silicon event are just awesome. It's unlike anything else. And so um, Matt and I made a point to bring it back as soon as we could. And so earlier this year, we started planning for it. Um, we started selling tickets before we had a date, before we had a venue or even a city. And uh, we like sold out like 25% immediately. Um, and just and that just told us how many people remember going to the Silicon events and want to go back. And so uh, we're doing it live in person in Austin, Texas, June 1st through the 3rd. Uh, we've already got a great lineup of speakers. We haven't even announced them all yet. Uh, we have, you know, Ryan Holiday who wrote, uh, you know, he's, he's got like so many good books on the uh, on the top sellers list. We have Chase Chapel. We have um, another guest I'm not allowed to announce yet because we don't have his contract back yet, but he'll be coming down. Uh, but he's a, a really big name in the Austin area, especially. Uh, we're gonna have Norm, you'll be speaking there as Woo. well. Really cool. So I kind of want to dig into that a little bit if we have time about talking, maybe tease people with what you'll be teaching. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we could talk about that a little bit towards the end. I'm a very, I'm really excited. I've spoken at SellerCon a couple times and uh, it's an awesome experience to be on stage and looking out. My first time speaking actually was um, through Amazing at uh, ASM. Oh, I forget which one it was, but uh, 17. And uh, going up first time talking in front of, it must have been 1,000, 1,500 people and just having a slight heart attack on stage, fetal position for sure. But uh, that started my whole role going, coming from behind the camera, in front of the camera. And uh, yeah, I loved it. It was, if it wasn't for you guys, uh, I would probably uh, still be doing my boring uh, job behind the computer all day long. <laughs> Isn't that amazing to think about? Like how many people have come through one of our programs? Not amazing for us, but just to see the impact that it's had on the entire community. Um, me too. I, I was absolutely. A yeah, I, I did 2013. I took the course. You know, now I'm CEO. How that happened? I have no idea. Um, so it's uh, kind of like you, funny to see it's, the it's impact called, that it's had on so many people. You know, putting a little bit. Of, <laughs> I don't know about that. But <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm kind of curious if anybody's listening. Howard Marina, uh, Simon's on. Hey, Simon, haven't seen you for a bit. But uh, anybody that's listening, Chuck, Luke, you know, have you um. Or somebody who hasn't commented, have you gone through the course? And uh, just kind of curious. And if you are curious about SellerCon, well, first of all, that's a hint on what's happening with our giveaway today. And also, are you going to go? Um, I'm I'm really curious about that. So let's talk about what we're supposed to be talking about, and that is Shopify. So the first thing that I'm kind of curious when I think of amazing and everything it's gone through since i think it was 2011 to 2012 it started with uh amm am and then asm1 um why the change now to shopify curious yeah so you can imagine like we have been all in on amazon for over a decade like you mentioned 
Um, it was, you know, incredible opportunity, still is an incredible opportunity on Amazon. Um, when they started with amazing money machine, the Amazon money machine, actually. Um, I, I, I was there. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> it's kind of crazy like, how far back all this goes now. And it was the biggest opportunity for e-commerce entrepreneurs that we've seen um, maybe in all time uh, back when Amazon got going. And think about think about all the people, Norm, you and I personally know mm. who built seven and eight figure businesses, changed their lives, went on to you know sell their business, do lots of other things have successful podcasts, all kinds of things like that. Um, and so after a decade of that, you kind of would think, well, we're just going to keep like doubling down on Amazon. But what we've started to see over the past maybe two years or so is that Amazon's gotten harder. Still an awesome platform. I mean, you get a ton out of it. You have millions of people going there shopping uh, all the time. So you get traffic no matter what. Uh, but we started seeing people just struggling when starting out because you have to now advertise to be successful. Um, it's almost impossible not to advertise. I, I don't know of anyone right now who's not advertising on Amazon that's mm. being successful. It, 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 they've made it so far when you go to the search page, you have to advertise to get on there. Uh, you can eventually get up in their organic rankings, but you still got to spend a lot of money to do it. Uh, their fees have increased. Um, I think now they're taking on average, when you include ads in like 50% of every sale. Again, it, it's worth it. Because as long as you got a good product and your profit margins, it's still a great place to make a lot of money. But it's not as easy as it used to be. Um, it used to be what the joke is: you could breathe and get a sale on Amazon because you know, as long as you knew like, a couple of levers to pull, then you could launch a successful product. Yeah. It's gotten tougher. And what we also started seeing, so we started started seeing like these difficulties: increased manufacturing costs, which it's everyone, no matter where you're selling. Increased shipping costs, increased storage fees, increased advertising fees which made it tougher on Amazon. At the same time, we started seeing other people that were crushing it with D2C businesses, selling it on their own website. And, and then and, you know, one of those people was Matt Clark, you know, our founder and uh, the co-owner at, at Amazing With Me. He's, he and Charles Livingston built a $30 million a year coffee business just on Shopify. Yep. And when we started seeing that happening, and then by the way, they've expanded Amazon now as well. Um, which I'll kind of tie into like why we think this is a really great opportunity. When we started seeing that happening and seeing other people doing it, we wanted to do what we did 10, 11 years ago, figure out that formula. Like what did they do at LifeBoost to make it so successful? And can we replicate that? And that's what we did last year. So we went all in with the new program called the Omnichannel Machine. Um, we like machine for some reason. So we call this the Omnichannel Machine. And now we teach people how to get started on Shopify using everything that they've done in their own coffee business as well. Um, and we're seeing just some great results with that. It's different than Amazon. I'm sure we're gonna talk about those differences, but it's a great way to build a brand and that you completely control. I'm, I'm curious, I'm gonna jump ahead a couple of steps, but um, is it part, uh, if, you've, if you've purchased ASM, mm -hmm. Is that part of uh, the ASM suite now, or do you have to buy that separately? This is separate. This is completely separate because we finally went to a completely new platform. Um, we have personal coaches now that work with all of our members. It's all about Shopify first before Amazon. This is separate. Uh, and anyone can go to amazing.com and actually mm -hmm. check out the on the channel machine there as well. But, you know, it was tough because as everyone knows for 10 years, Every time we did an upgrade on ASM, it's free. It's free. It's yeah. free. It's free. It's free. You know, it's kind of the way that we built up such a great following. 
But when we had to go out there and get different expertise, a different platform, a whole new program, um, we decided that we had to like actually pay to develop that because it, you know, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions to build something like that. Right. And there's no problem with, like, if you take a look at the quality of any of the amazing products, it's always a high quality, well thought out uh, product. And so um, I just wanted to make sure that uh, people were aware that, you know, you have to take a look, you just don't sign in and start doing this. This is a, a pay to play. And it's also, uh, and I'm going to go back to, um, and by the way, uh, just so you know, I, I haven't taken the program. I'm going to look at it after uh, we, we call today. But um, anyways, I've gone on and I have been a very, I'm very happy with uh, all, like the amazing suite of products. I've, uh, I've taken it right from AMM. I only started in ASM3. But um, anyways, just for those who are listening who haven't, check it out because you'll see that the quality really is like um, no other course. Like we, we always talk about a couple of different courses here, but this is up there with the other course that I would recommend. And they're very, very good, high quality courses. So if you are, and we have so many new listeners that I hope you're not trying to learn off of YouTube because if you are, you're doing yourself a disservice. So check it out, make sure uh, that you have a quality course that you're going through, whether it's Amazing's or whoever's. But uh, for Shopify, this is very interesting. I I'm really excited uh, because I want to I want to go through it myself. And usually, I have a system for this. I have my um, one of my uh, team go on and summarize everything, and then just tell me what it's about. Because a lot of the time, courses have a lot of fluff in between. But this one I'm going to take myself and I'm going to go right through it. And I'll let everybody know uh, what happens with it. Matter of fact, um, Kelsey and I have a product that we have in mind that we might play around with this and let you know what's happening. So I'm so long-winded, Mike. Um, anyways, let's talk about uh, you're not telling people not to get away from Amazon, right? Your people are still like you just mentioned earlier. People, you're still telling people to go to Amazon, but this is just another way. You don't want to be a one-legged stool. I 100%. Guess. You know, one of the things that I've always felt in my entire professional career is you need to be diversified. And if you're on, if you have one revenue stream in your life, you're at risk. Unfortunately, um, that could even be just having a job. If you have just have, if that's everything to you and you're relying upon that job, uh, then you could be at risk. I mean, look at all the layoffs that are going on in the industry right now. They expect 900,000 layoffs in the tech industry alone this year. Um, so no one's really safe. And so I'm a big believer in diversification. And so this goes right along with it. Uh, it goes along with like selling on Walmart. Um, so I, I think like the big trifecta that we're going to see taking place this year, next year is going to be Amazon, Walmart, and your own Shopify based website. Those three right there diversify your sales. And that way, should anything ever happen, you got the other two. Uh, and so you're not at risk of having just that one product or that one marketplace go down on, uh, on you where you like your whole life has changed. And I think nor almost any one of us who's been selling on Amazon for a long period of time knows what it's like to get either a product removed or your account suspended. It just, it's happened over the years yes. and waking up when that happens is unlike any other feeling in the world because it's terrible. And you just feel like for one, you feel like your life is older, your, your business is over, everything, you know, is, is crashing down upon you. 
there, eventually we kind of figured out Amazon's gotten better and there are ways around that now, not, not to circumvent it, but Amazon's much better at letting you re, you know, appeal and get things moving again because they realize a lot of those times it was a mistake on their end. Uh, but we know that feeling and I don't want anyone to have that feeling. That's why I'm not gonna tell anyone just sell on Shopify, just sell on Walmart, just sell on Amazon, do all of them. Like focus on one, become an expert at that and then expand into the other channels so that you have multiple income streams. You're building a brand known omni-channel all across the e-commerce verse. And that way you are so much more protected than you are just selling on one platform. Right, right. And Kelsey, I see Simon's uh, comments. Uh, make sure you highlight them because he brings up some uh, very good points. And uh, I do want to talk to them when we get to the questions. Uh, are you, you're, in your opinion, now let's forget life boost. Life boost might be the exception. Okay. So you got Matt and Charles over there with the coffee. Uh, if you haven't checked out life boost, by, by the way, try it, buy it and see the whole system that they've put together. It's brilliant. Um, and that's, I, I think the, well, Charles has always been this incredible email marketer, right? And he's put that all together. Well, they, they've, they've created this company now. It's $30 million coffee company. And these guys know what they're doing. But uh, anyways, can you do that with just going to Shopify? Or should you start off with Amazon? Or is there, it, it, does it depend on the niche? You know, it's going to depend upon the product and what you want to get out of it. Um, so if, if someone came to me, if my son wanted to start selling his own product, right now, I would tell him to start on Shopify. That is not, I'm not saying that I tell every person out there to start on Shopify. I'm saying what I know right now uh, and how I'd be able to help him through our, through our programs and, and personally, I would want him to start on Shopify, build up a bit of some sales and brand presence there and then expand the Amazon afterwards. Uh, but that would be specific to the product because when you're selling on your own website, there's certain things you have to have in a product that um, you don't necessarily need when you're selling on, on Amazon and vice versa. Amazon products to me are very different than products you sell on your own website. They cross over eventually, but mm -hmm. if you're starting off, it's two different types of product criteria that I would use. Um, and that's why I, you know, it's kind of hard to tell people where to start until you know what kind of product they want. But for me, I tell them to start on a Shopify knowing what I know right now. I also think it's important for price point, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So here, let me, so how about this normally? I mean, I'll share like in our training, I'm being open book. Like, here's the four criteria that I look like, look for. If I want to start selling on Shopify, here's what I look for. Uh, I want to sell a product that's in a category that has mass demand. Coffee is a perfect example, mm -hmm. vitamins, uh, outdoor products, uh, uh, pet products. You want something that you have a huge audience for. And the reason is because of advertising. One of the levers that we pull is Facebook advertising and gone are the days where you have to go in there and narrow down your targeting. Like I want to find 53 year old men in black hoodies living near St. Louis. Um, you don't have to do that. Like you let Facebook figure that out by just opening up a broad audience. But the only way that works and works quickly is if your product is in a category has mass demand because Facebook knows who coffee lovers are. They know who pet lovers are. Uh, so it had to be in a, a, a mass demand category. Second, that then the specific product, there has to be demand for that product as well. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of camping lanterns and flashlights. Those are in demand. Uh, and so you need to make sure that the particular product, in addition to the category, also has demand. Because if you sell something that's very, very niche, again, you're going to have so few people wanting that product 
that Facebook will never be able to find enough of them. So that's like the two, two criteria first. Then you got to make a profit off of it. If you don't sell a product, make a profit, there's no point. And the, the rule of thumb that I use is you want to be able to sell it for four times what you pay for it, the landed cost of it. Um, and that may seem kind of high, um, but the reason is because you, you want to be able to do discounting. So you want to be able to like, do it for 50% off, 25% off, uh, sell bundles as well, and or offering discounts. If you don't have that big profit margin, you can't do that. And also you need a profit margin to drive ads. So if you don't make enough money off of each sale, then you're not going to be able to spend enough money on ads to find out what works. Uh, and I also like to look for products that can sell for around an average order value of $50. It doesn't mean that it has to be that one product, but it can be multiples. So if you're selling vitamins, for example, that sell for 25, 30 bucks, you may think that ah, doesn't meet the criteria, but if you can get people buying two, three, four, five bottles, your average order value is going to be over $50, which then brings in enough money to drive more ads. Um, and so the, selling a $10 spiralizer isn't going to really work on Shopify. It can work on Amazon, but not on Shopify. Um, and then the fourth criteria would be you got to differentiate. And you talk about this all the time, Norm. Um, this is something that even in the Amazon space, people really now realize you can't sell the exact same products as everyone else. You have to have something different about your product. What does your product do that's different than everyone else's? And that's even more important when you're selling on your own website. And you have to be able to clearly demonstrate that quickly to people. Because if you're advertising on Facebook, you got to get their attention and tell them why your lantern, your dog leash is better than everyone else's. Uh, and it has to be legit. Now, it doesn't mean you have to like physically change the product. So I don't want people to think that I got to go to China and get a new mold made. You don't have to. You can differentiate in so many other ways. Uh, it can be just by targeting on a certain audience. You could focus in on teenagers, vegans, military vets, men, women, kids, the elderly, um, you know, uh, it, it, people who love the, uh, the, I guess, uh, you know, the environment. Um, you can chart, you can focus in on those things. You can make your product just be the EST test, the biggest, the lightest, the smallest, the fastest, the uh, brightest. Um, that's one way. And it doesn't have to be physically different. You can focus on a brand that does something good for the world, like Tom Shoes, for example. Um, they weren't known because of their shoes necessarily. They were known because of giving away a free pair every time someone bought one. Um, there are ways to differentiate your brand and your product that will help. And they don't necessarily have to be physically different, but it's key. You have to have a different product and a different angle if you're going to be successful selling on your own website. Right, right. Uh, okay, we're running uh, towards the bottom of the hour. So if you have any questions uh, about Shopify, if you're on Amazon and you're exploring the opportunity, send them over to us. Uh, we've got a, a another 20, 30 minutes with Mike, and he's the guy to ask. So send over your questions to, uh, or just put them in the comment section. We'll get to them. Also, if you know people that are interested in Shopify, we got another half hour to go. Uh, just ping them and get them on the live broadcast. Now, we have got an awesome giveaway today, Mike. Let's let everybody know what's happening. Yeah, so we got Celicon coming up June 1st through 3rd in Austin, Texas at the Hilton Hotel, which is the location of the very first live event that we had at Amazing. So we're kind of going back to there. Uh, we're about 2,000 people live there in person. We're going to have virtual as well. But we're going to give away one free VIP ticket. Right now, if you go to the website, they sell for $599. That's a legit price. Um, we'll be raising them over time, so it's actually going to go up in value. But we're going to give away one completely free VIP ticket right now.
Perfect. That is awesome. Now, um, uh, I don't know if I'm putting you back against the wall here, but if somebody can't make it to Austin, uh, are they okay to get the virtual ticket instead? Yeah, we can convert that to virtual. We've had that question come up from some people who bought their tickets already, and they're like, I don't know if I can travel. We would happily convert that to virtual for you. I will say this. I want as many people there physically as, as possible because it, it's, it's a much different experience. But if you can't make it there, totally fine to be able to watch it virtually. You'll still get a ton of value out of it. If you can, if you've never been around a crowd of 1,500 to 20, uh, 2,000 Amazon sellers, you'll never know what it's like to break bread with people. And just the person beside you, you never know who you're sitting beside. Person left, right, in front, behind you. You pick up on conversations. You don't know the relationships you come back with. It's incredible. I love live events. Um, I've ever since uh, ASM3, these live events, uh, that was what really sparked me to go out and travel, actually spend money. Uh, you know, who, at, at, especially at the beginning, who wants to spend money on a, an event? Uh, you know, you, you don't think you need it. You really do need it. You need to get your network. Being an entrepreneur, and that's what we all are, it's very hard and very lonely to do this on your own. And if you do it just, just virtually, I mean, it's okay, but it's not the same experience as actually breaking bread. And I was just in Mexico. I was just on the uh, online sellers cruise, and all of us agreed it was it was such a different experience than you know during the uh, the uh, pandemic. So, anyways. Hashtag Wheel of Kelsey and uh, tag two people and you'll get a second entry. And Brian, good to see you, my friend. See, this is a guy that uh, we, we met again in uh, Mexico and got to hang around for a while and on the cruise. So it's really cool seeing people that uh, we just came back from uh, meeting. All right. So a bunch of people are signing up. If you know more people that want to learn about uh, Shopify, we're getting into that second part of the podcast, but let's go to a sponsor. I want to thank Jeff Schick Legal for sponsoring this episode of Lunch with Norm. You've probably heard on the podcast about Amazon suspensions. They're very real. It can happen at any time. And when it does happen, how do you get out of it? How does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees? This is where Jeff Schick Legal is here to help. For a very low monthly retainer, for only $89, get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Now let's get back to the show. Do you know Jeff? I don't think I, I, I know his name, but I don't know if I've met oh. him live in a person yet. Awesome guy. Uh, awesome guy. I'm going to have to introduce you too. But uh, Simon, you better be doing hashtag Wheel of Kelsey you're one guy that if look at chances are good that you can you can uh, go either virtual so there's no excuses or get to the uh, get to the event and uh, anyways you know, Simon by the way he's joking around here I think but he is a guy his product has been purchased by David Beckham and the royal family 
he's got and he was on dragon's den which is like um shark's tank um mm -hmm. over in england so uh, anyways very cool product very awesome like an awesome guy too but um all right let's get back into this i'm kind of curious about the types of product is it just strictly d to c or can you do drop shipping or can you do other types other forms of shopify um selling oh and by the way with that should you just put your affiliate link up or should you just put your your um your product on and drive it back to amazon all good questions so um we still believe that building a physical brand of products that you own is the only way to build real wealth in this yeah you can do drop shipping right but yep. you know, and you'll make some money off of it but you're not building a brand uh and you know you're not really building a business that you can sell later on uh you can also do you know, there's printing as well. You can do t-shirts, mugs, mm -hmm. things like that. Still popular. A lot of people are doing that as, as well. But again, you're not necessarily building a brand that way. And you don't also, um, and, and those also have some high costs with them as well. So I still believe that building your own brand is the way to go. Because that way you can sell it anywhere. Walmart, Target, Amazon, your own website, um, eBay, uh, at whatever marketplace is going to exist in 10 years. Owning a physical brand of products is an asset that you can sell for, you know, potentially millions of dollars like people have norm and i personally know that i've done that um now if you aren't quite ready to like do fulfillment using your own shopify store like where are they people go to your website they click the buy and they go through the cart right on shopify right there um you can send them back to amazon if you want to i know some people that are like i'm not quite ready to build out a full website i want to have my product on my website but i just want it to go back to amazon you can do that you can put in your affiliate link your so amazon associates link right there um, I would use your attribution link personally. Um, for those of you who are selling Amazon and have brand registry, that'll save you about 10% off of your referral fees. Um, and that will also help drive some ranking on Amazon. So those are like a simple thing to do. But the way to really do this right and to build a site that you're constantly you know, getting more and more sales and turns into an asset is to sell your own physical brands of products and then use everything built in the Shopify. They do it all for you. Uh, the whole cart system. We use... Uh, one-click upsell and Zipify pages from Ezra Firestone. Uh, mm -hmm. That's what we recommend in the course. There's other programs out there, but those make it real simple to build nice landing pages. One-click upsell will help you get a higher average order value. By doing those things, uh, and then you can still use Amazon for fulfillment if you want to do that, make it simple. Um, you have a full running business all on your own website that you control then. Uh, and by the way, little fact, Ezra is going to be uh, one of the speakers. He and sure I, I always find him very entertaining and educational. So uh, if you haven't, if you don't know of Ezra Firestone, he is uh, smartmarketer.com. So you can check that out. Uh, okay. Now that I said that, I'm, oh yeah, I know what I was going to say. <laughs> the apps. So one of the highlights, benefits of Shopify, and it's completely different than uh, WordPress or WooCommerce, where there's a lot of plugins. So you can have the straight WooCommerce or you edit, end up adding plugins. But if the college student who wrote that plugin decides that he's not going to update it anymore, those of us who have played with WordPress know about conflicts. And you're not going to see that with Shopify. Shopify apps, there's tons of them. They can do pretty much anything. Uh, and a lot of them, uh, a lot of them are pay to play. But depending on what you want to do, it makes your life easier. 
you were talking about a little earlier about getting somebody over to the site and all right buying a single bottle of supplements or coffee well again go to life boost and see what they do do you want one pack oh okay well if you want one pack do you want a three months uh subscription uh or that's it's called upsell downsell cross sell and they have apps for that they have review apps they have loyalty and referral apps they have everything that you can possibly think of which makes your life easier as a seller the only major downfall and we'll, we'll get into the do's and don'ts but is amazon has the captivated audience shopify you have to create that do you have any ideas on how to create that i mean the dead simplest way is to use facebook i mean facebook knows more about us than probably i do um, you know, they can probably predict that I'm going to go to Starbucks every morning at 5.15 a.m. Uh, because I got my phone with me. Facebook's logged in. They know where I'm going. Um, so the easiest way is to use Facebook and use their advertising platform. And I'm not talking about spending thousands of dollars to doing this either. You can start off, you know, with 10 to $20 a day on a campaign. You know, similar to what you probably start off on an Amazon advertising campaign if you wanted to. Um, but to your point, Norm, that is the, the biggest thing. Amazon's got people already there searching for products. So yeah. you just need to get visibility there on your website. You have to build that list of people to come to your site. And the easiest way is Facebook ads. Um, and that is, you know, they already have hundreds millions of people on their website every day using it. And so if you can build an ad to get their attention and get them to your website, then that kind of takes the place of Amazon. Uh, it's probably the biggest learning curve for anyone is that you have to now create your own ads and uh, you know come up with your image and copy. And the, the big difference here is Amazon primarily is keyword based, like their advertising, the one that's been around forever, product you know search advertising is all about search terms and products. Um, on Facebook, in, you're not trying to rank for a keyword. You're trying to get their attention. So it's all about interruption advertising where you want to, Find, think about yourself scrolling through your feed. What kind of ad would make you stop? Then read it and then click on it, go to your website. That's what you have to do. That's the secret sauce of really being successful on Shopify. Okay, so let's say we, we get onto Shopify. I've found a product, it's around 50 bucks. Uh, it's in a very, it, it's in a competitive niche. What can I expect? What do I have to do and what can I expect? Yeah, so... First, if you don't have a great landing page, you can expect not a lot uh, other than spending money and frustration. So inside of Shopify, they have all the standard product pages. You can even use Zipify pages to make them look better on product pages. Mm -hmm. But what we recommend is building one landing page. So don't think of your typical product page. Think of a landing page that's going to tell a story about your product. That is the key to being successful because so many people that I know, they just create a Shopify page. It gives you the default product page. Then they spend money sending you know, traffic to that product page, which it kind of looks like Amazon. It's got your hero image as the title. It's got the bullet points. And then you're going to have maybe a description and a buy now button. That's not going to get you where you want to be. That's going to get you some sales here and there, but it looks just like you know a watered down version of Amazon. You need a landing page. Uh, what we like to talk about is the, you know, the pasture format. Start off talking about their um, the problem they have. You give them a little agitation. And you come up with a solution and go all down. You know, use all that in format on there. And there's other other types of formats out there to do it. But if you can start off addressing the pain points and then how you solve it, 
That's how a landing page gets people's attention and gets them to buy. And you won't be able to do that with a regular product page. You want to create a landing page. Um, you can do it in click funnels. You can do it in, is lead pages still around? Um, yeah, it's still around. Yeah. You can do it in lead pages. Uh, but that's the key. I mean, that, that's if you don't have a good landing page that's going to talk about the problem that you're solving, then you can expect a lot of frustration. If you have a good landing page with a good angle, and you know, I would suggest coming up with five different angles. You can have the exact same landing page norm, just five different headlines. Um, you know, let's talk about uh, one of my flashlights. One could be it's the best self-defense flashlight. Another could be it's the best, the brightest flashlight. Another could be it's the longest lasting flashlight. You want to come up with like five different angles because you don't really know what people are looking for. You may think you do. We all think we're smart, but I, I realize every day I'm not. Uh, you want to test out all the different ways that people need their problem solved. And it can be just one landing page, five different headlines, like just copy that page five times with a different headline, and you're going to send traffic to the page. And you're going to know within a matter of days whether or not you've nailed one of those right angles. And that is like how you start getting sales. And then you start scaling up whatever that angle is that's working the best. When you're driving the traffic over to these landing pages, are you offering something, some added value or something as soon as they get to the page? 100%. You need to make sure. So you don't necessarily have to have coupons over the place, but you want to make sure that, especially during testing, think about it this way. If, we're, if we don't know who the right person is yet to buy our product and which angle is going to solve that unknown person's product yet, we need to send a lot of people to that product in order to figure that out. And we also will increase our chances of finding that person quickly if we have the best possible offer on that page. So down the road, I'm going to want to sell for full price and you know get higher profits. But starting off, I want to have a really big discount for that first week or two, because that way, at least I'll know that uh, if I'm making sales, that I found the right people. I got the angle right. And then I also uh, I'm increasing my chances of getting conversion by having the best possible offer. So yes, especially early on, I'm okay breaking even early on because I just want to send a bunch of traffic to a couple different pages with a different angle. And then once I know who that right person is and that right angle, then I don't have to give away as much money on these discounts. Starting off, you want to do that though. And that's what I like about uh, some of the models that I have. It's just, it's all recurring. So mm -hmm. you spend it. I don't care if, it, if it's the cost. Fine. I'll create the, uh, the, the Facebook ad and, I don't care if it costs me uh, my cost of goods to get one person in, they're going to be there. Like I, I know once they try the product, they're going to love the product. I've got a customer for life. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a whole different way of doing it. Now here's another question. So um, uh, with your forums, when you're with your landing pages, I should say, are you using the long form or are you using a shorter form? Uh, right now, we find the longer form works better. Um, okay. Of course, that can always change based upon your audience, niche, what's going on in the world. We just feel that we find like through data that longer form converts better. If you can get their attention and, and tell a story that addresses their pain point, then the longer they read that, the more likely it is that they are to buy that product. Now, don't be wrong. Like I always have one or two buttons. If that person's like, I'm sold, just show me the damn buy button. Then yeah. we were going to give them a button to go down there to the buy button. Uh, but I'm going to give them as much content as I have uh, and preferably with 
images. Every time I have words, I want images to relay yeah. that to them. If I have a video, I'm going to put that on there as well because that converts. And then I'm going to eventually get them down to the bottom and that's where they're going to buy. And for every landing page I have, Norm, I also try to bundle the products together. And uh, that's what's really going to get you more money. It's going to increase your average order value. And if you only have one product, don't worry. I recommend bundling only one product because here's what people sometimes get confused about. Like, for example, let's use my flashlight example. Some people might think, well, then I have to have a lantern and a headlamp to really give them a bundle to give them three different products. Now, nah, I wouldn't do that starting off. Later on, you can. If you know someone came to your page because they're looking for a flashlight, I would rather sell them a flashlight and maybe two or three flashlights because I don't have to convince them about why they need a different product. I may want to tell them that they can save money by buying two or three of the same product, but convincing them that they actually want a different product is a much harder proposition. For some products that will work, if you have supplements that work together, if you have products that work perfectly together, that could be a different case. But in most situations, if you've convinced them to come to your page for one product, don't try to sell them a different product. Sell them more that one product that you already know they want. Okay. Now, for example, uh, for cross promotion outside of your brand, let's say that Life Boost um, wanted, or would they, uh, right over here, Avance. So these are glass, high, very high-end premium coffee glasses. Would you recommend that the two, like doing a cross promotion with another brand? I'll is that what an I would option? do. Um, one, it's always an option. Yeah. Like cross part another brand, uh, as long as it makes sense for both brands. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, what I, how I would do that though, is with an upsell. So I want to get that sale first. Like the most important thing is getting to buy that product. And so I'd still would have my bundling options be just multiple quantities of the same product. Once they've made that purchase, I would have an upsell pop up and say, Hey, how would you like to have the best mug on earth to put your drink in? And you can add this to your cart for 12 bucks. Um, I think upsells are the perfect places to throw in a different complimentary product. Very good. Let's get to the last of my questions. And that is, what are the do's and what are the don'ts of Shopify? Yeah, so first, the don't, the biggest don't is just don't take your existing Amazon product, throw it on Shopify and expect it to work. That is a formula for a, a higher chance of, of failure. Um, only because, like I said, people look for their different things when they're looking on their own website. For one, you have to convince them to trust you more when you're selling on your own website. On Amazon, they got Amazon's trust. That's behind you already. And on Amazon, they're already looking for your product. People go there specifically looking to buy. They just want to buy the best product that they're already looking for on Amazon. So it's all very keyword driven. If you want to sell on Shopify, then you need to really think about the angle. And the word sounds kind of negative, but it's 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 not. It's like the angle is what problem are you solving for them? And that's got to be your focus. Don't focus on how you're going to rank for the right keyword. Focus on how you're going to solve the problem and get your customer's attention so they know that's the problem that you're solving. That is the most, you know, that's the biggest don't. Is don't go out there and just assume that you're going to be able to, to just move your product over to Shopify. Um, then the big do's are going to be, you know, kind of like countering those don'ts. The do's are make sure you got a quality product that solves a problem and that you can clearly explain that to someone in a matter of seconds. So the only way you're going to get a person to your website is through advertising, at least starting off. Once you build up an email list, it's a whole nother story. That's like a huge benefit that does not exist on Amazon. Um, and you can just 
send traffic there all the time. It's like, we call sending emails, printing money, whole nother topic. Um, but when you're selling on your own website, you have to be able to get their attention very quickly. So make sure you have a product that you can have a catchy headline that's going to get their attention on Facebook and that you can come up with some images. They're going to catch their attention as well. I always like to think, you know, like the image grabs their attention. The headline is what's going to get them to click. And then your landing page is what's got to convince them to buy your product. You nail those three things and then you have a, a winner of a product. Um, but you got to nail that angle. And that, that's like so critical. With um, over at Post Purchase Pro. So Sean Hart over there. He, and he's got a million examples of this, but he says the average with email campaigns and just you've got a repeat customer is 44% extra revenue coming into your jeans. I, it's a no brainer. The only thing is you've got to reach out and you've got to do that. You've got to, if you, you're not an expert at it, you've got to find somebody who is. And I mean, you can go over to Fiverr. Fiverr's got Fiverr Pro, but there's lots of different areas. Um, you, uh, free up and Upwork and online jobs. There's people that do this that are much better. I know in my case, much better than me. So why not let them do their job? But make sure you look at their portfolio because uh, there's a lot of bad ones out there too. <laughs> you know, I mean, in, in your example, Norm, earlier about 10 minutes ago, you mentioned you're okay acquiring a new customer at break even. Yeah. Um, because what like what we didn't talk about at that point is you now have a customer that trusts you and is on your email list. And so the next time you have either the same product, if it's a you know recurring subscription product, or you have a complimentary product, you can easily reach out to them and sell them. Uh, it's it's um, you can't do that on Amazon. Uh, no. That's why it will take longer to get going on Shopify, but it's you're building up an asset that it's almost exponential growth because you're building this email asset of customers that you can then email market to every couple of days if you want to. Yeah, and I, I know we're kind of going off track, but this is just kind of the last point is that if you hear people say, well, that's annoying. Well, then they can unsubscribe. And <laughs> this is, a, again, I've talked to a lot of people about this and, oh, I don't want to, I had one person and I've, I've mentioned this on this uh, podcast before, and I mentioned it at Charles Livingston. I had 280,000 280, emails. And he would not do any email marketing because he thought he was annoying his customer. Can you imagine how much money he left on the table with 280,000 products? He had a great brand. He wouldn't do it because he thought people would be annoyed. I mean, I have to admit, I felt that way at first too. Like uh, Matt Clark would always talk to me about this because I'd be like, ah, I don't want to email my customers um, anymore. Like maybe once a month is okay. I'm going to annoy them. Uh, and then I realized, like, like you said, Norm, they can always unsubscribe. Yep. Um, and then as, as long as you're always, if you're really selling a good product, you stand behind, you should never feel bad about that. And this just happened a few months ago where I, over the weekend, I sent out a promotion to my customers. I was selling them a bundle of flashlights. And the most expensive one was like six expensive flashlights for 300 bucks. Um, and so I sent this email out on a Sunday. I got an email back from one of our customers saying, hey, Mike, I've loved your, your brand and your emails before. But if this keeps up, I'm going to have to unsubscribe. And at first I was like, oh, this sucks. Maybe I shouldn't be emailing my customers anymore. You know, that's that was my initial gut reaction. 
not 10 minutes later, I got a sale from a, someone who just bought our biggest bundle possible. Um, you know, like a $300 single sale. And I'm like, hmm, I'll take those sales and maybe the handful of customers who are annoyed any day of the week. Yep. And you don't have to, it's not just sale, 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 sale. Uh, at least from what we try to do is we'll provide value, 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 sale, value, value, value. So you have a little bit of information. Here's maybe four snippets of our blog articles and you might have some uh, some promo on, on the bottom. Uh, you know, engage before you get married. And uh, once you get their trust and once they look forward to receiving your emails, Kelsey's done an excellent job with the Lunch with Norm emails. I think he gets a 75, 80% open rate, which oh, that's awesome. I think is excellent. Yeah, we used to have 23, and then we learned a few techniques from one of our guests on the podcast. But anyways, enough of that. We got some comments here. Uh, Kelsey, you want to start sending them over? And by the way, Michael, good to see you here. Oh. Say hi to Alfred for me. Thank uh, you. I definitely will. I, I'm I'm so happy to be back here on the on the show. I mean, you're talking to a different Michael though, but I'm still I I am, but uh, also you. <laughs> All right. So we have a couple. We have quite a few questions actually. Um, so let me see. For let's start with Simon. Uh, obviously, a Shopify site isn't going to give the 10, 15, and twenty percent conversions. What rates should we be aiming for on Shopify? Three, three percent is a great conversion rate on Shopify. Um, it's going to be hard to get there. Like, don't expect that right away. It's going to take uh, a bit of time. Uh, but three percent is what you're what you're shooting for. And the way I would look at that is this: three percent conversion rate from your paid advertising. Because if you're sending emails as you build up over time, that's going to jack with your conversion rate. If you send out an email to several thousand people and they go check out your website, then most of those aren't going to buy. And so it's going to kind of like mess with it. And so when I always think of conversion rates, you have to think about where it's coming from as well. And so for me, when I'm sending, when I get a, a, a good ad dialed in, if I can get a 3% conversion rate on an ad to a product, that's a really good conversion rate. Very good. All right. Great. Uh, let me see from Luke. Uh, how do you create multiple landing pages on Shopify? Is it the same link that auto rotates through the different landing pages? Uh, so you just want to duplicate those pages. So um, the easiest way to do it is using a landing page app. Again, we use uh, Zipify pages um, and you can, but there's other ones out there as well. But when you create that page, you just copy it five times. And the reason, uh, Luke, is you want to be able to specifically send people to which one you want. You just want it to, you don't want it to auto rotate. Um, you could, there are ways using these landing pages to let them split test and do that. But what I like to do is when I'm creating five landing pages with five different hooks, I'm going to create five different ads that tie into those hooks. And so I want that ad to go to a specific landing page so that they're congruent. If I'm talking about the best self-defense flashlight, I want it to go to that landing page that at the top talks about the best self-defense flashlight. So you just create one and then duplicate four times and just change the uh, the headline on it. And, and you're not talking about five separate domains. You're talking about no, just no, no. keeping it on one domain slash. Yeah. And just a slightly okay. different ending to it. I usually right. tie in whatever the hook is as part of my URL. Yeah. So just a different slug. Okay. Okay. So let's see. Next one. Um, 
Okay, say I buy two or three of your flashlights. Why would I come back to your website later? I've now a few years of flashlights. How can awesome question, Simon? Um, for one, um, I sell batteries, so you might want to buy some batteries for your flashlights. Uh, two, I'm always going to be developing newer, brighter flashlights. And what I found in my niche, uh, a lot of my customers they always want the brightest, so they may love our products. But if I tell them I got one that's one percent brighter. Some of them are going to want that 1% brighter one. Uh, uh, and then three, I think I'm up to three. Um, I also want to cross sell them other products, headlamps, lanterns, anything else in the outdoor camping niche as well. Uh, and so if, yeah, if you, if you only have one product when you get started, that's totally fine. Focus on optimizing that one product. Once you have some success, then you're going to want to expand into other products so that you can then cross sell your customers, upsell them into other products as well. Cause you're right. Um, unless you want to come and buy a bunch of flashlights, you're probably not going to buy anything else, but I have to, I make sure I always have other products that I'm adding to my brand to sell to them. Uh, and I think that's really important when you start a brand is that you want to make sure that the brand can go wide. So if I'm selling bar soap, can I get into liquid soap? Can I get into bath bombs, shampoo bars, you know, all these different types of, uh, beauty products. So that's something to think about as well when you're creating the brand from the get go. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, so you're saying uh, offer a discount to an, or uh, actually I was going to, yeah, that's the one. Um, you're saying to offer a discount to win the customer. That's great for consumables and repeat purchases, but what is the strategy for one-off purchase products? Yeah. So I'm still, I'm okay getting a customer and breaking even because I then have them on my email list. Simon. And so because I know that I'm going to have other products that I can sell them down the road, then I'll make more money off them later on. And think about it. Email's free. Once I got them on my list, there's no cost to me sending an email and having them buy another product later on. Um, now, and, but, and also to your discount question, early on, uh, even if I'm not selling consumables, but don't get me wrong, consumables are awesome. If you can come up with a great product like that, there's a lot more you can do with the business. It's just a little more competitive. And I like my niche. I like my categories. But even earlier on, I'm okay giving them a discount uh, for a one-off purchase that breaks even when I'm testing out the angle. Because once I know that I found the right customer in the right angle, then I don't have to give such a big discount later on. Um, and then that way I can just you know scale up those ads. Also, the key to making this work is bundling and increasing the average order value. So when I sell one, two, three, five flashlights, you'd be surprised. People buy multiple expensive flashlights. Um, I'm only sending that product out once in one shipment. So my shipping costs are much less. And by my profit margins, by getting like five units sold in one sale, I can give them a big discount and still make a good profit off of that product. Uh, that's why the Forex rule really comes into play. If you have a product that you can potentially sell for four times more than what you sell it for, or what you pay for it, then by bundling, you can give people discounts and still have more of a margin as well. If that doesn't work, if you're if the only way you can sell this is by discounting it so much that you don't make a profit, then you don't have the right product. Then you need to find something else. Yeah, that that's so true. You've got to be able to have that uh, that spread in there. Uh, we we try to go, and I'm so glad that you said 4x. You know, uh, uh, sometimes I've had guests on that said less, and I'm kind of cringing, going, "Oh, I don't know about that." <laughs> but 4x is what you're trying to do, and in fact. Um, with our products, uh, we try to go as 
well, I don't want to tell everybody, but I guess this is a podcast. Uh, we try to go between nine and 10x. If we can wow. find product, and, you know, I got off a lobby as a sourcing agent, so it helps. But um, 9 and 10x is what we try to try to look at. And that gives us time to market properly, get the word out there. Oh, by the way, Simon, uh, on what Mike was saying, just to add on to that, uh, let's say you have a really great customer experience. I know you're not selling diapers, but let's say you're selling diapers. Well, the people next door to you or whoever you're running into that just had a kid, You'll probably talk about your experience as well. So it's another reason um, to discount it, just even for brand awareness, overall customer experience. So it it might not look like we got a you know a great spread with your sale, but the chances that you're going to tell somebody, um, unless it was a bad experience, that's then it's kind of bad. But uh, then you rectify it. But it, you know they're going to talk to people. So I think that's one of the reasons why I would do that as well. All right. Uh, I also just want to mention that uh, we do have the Wheel of Kelsey giveaway. Um, yep. So if you enter hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, uh, just write hashtag Wheel of Kelsey in the comments and you get entered to win a free VIP ticket to SellerCon. Um, or if you can't make it, there is the virtual option as well. Um, also, uh, we have $200 off uh the seller con tickets afterwards so if you don't end up making the if you don't end up winning um you still can get 200 dollars off using the coupon code norm i'm going to put another uh link in the code uh in the comments shortly um mike just a, a question for you do you have any examples of landing pages that people can go and check out is there like a database or a resource that people can look at i'll tell you let me let me tell you a secret how to find them so one uh, Matt's gonna love this. Go check out Life Booth Coffee. Um, they like their landing page hits upon every single pain point. You know, they have you need social proof. You need to talk about what problem you're solving. Um, you need uh, to be able to upsell people and sell multiple products. Like Life Boost um, is the best example, one of the best examples yeah. I can see out there. Um, but let me tell you another something we teach in the course as well. I'm gonna give this one away. Um, if you want to find landing pages that convert really well go to the facebook ads library so think of whatever product category you want to to uh, to sell in go look up that category on fa the facebook ads library just google it that's the easiest way to get there they're going to show you some of the most popular ads for the products for people spending money on these types of products so you're going to see the types of ads that are working um, because if they're spending a lot of money and an ad's been running for a long time, you know that ad's converting. Um, so that's going to give you ideas on the right ads. Then click on that ad. It's going to tell you where they're sending people to. And the other part of the conversion is the landing page. So if you know that they're spending a lot of money on that ad, it's been working for a very long time, and they're sending people to this landing page, that landing page much, must be converting as well. And you can see exactly what that landing page is. That's what I do all the time. Go look at all the top selling products on Facebook, the advertising, see their landing pages, and you'll see lots of examples of really good ones. That's a great answer. All right, and uh, this one is a little different. This is kind of addressing um, some gurus and trust. And I think a lot of Amazon sellers have lost some trust when they hear that someone is selling a course along with when they're selling. Um, so Simon brought up, uh, call me cynical, but how is it that all super successful guys that are crushing it 
that run paid uh, for courses and become selling gurus? What would you have to say? I don't think they're all successful. I mean, I don't think you can naturally assume that. I wouldn't assume that I'm successful just because I'm right here on this podcast either. Um, the only way to do that is to look at results. So, um, for example, you know, I'll use Amazing because, you know, that's the company I work with. We have all kinds of people that are, we don't pay them. We don't do anything. We don't, they don't even get affiliate commissions or anything. But you'll see testimonials, people that went through our programs and were able to build million dollar businesses or just build a thousand dollar business. Um, I hate talking about millions because let's face it, like I know what it was like. If I could just make an extra 500 bucks a month uh, at a point in my life, I would have loved it. And that's what you can do. We have people that have done that as well. Um, I look at results of students. That's the only way to know if you can trust the people selling you something. Uh, because I, I can show you screenshots all day long, uh, but there's no way to prove whether that I just Photoshop them or stole them from someone else. So I don't like to talk about my results. I talk about our students' results because that's the only thing that matters is what have we done for our students. And that's what I would do if I'm looking at anyone on YouTube, um, TikTok, uh, Instagram. I don't want to know what they're doing. I want to get people that have went through their training and find out what they were able to achieve. That's how you know if you got someone legit you can learn from. Right. And for the most part, if they're vetted, you know, uh, if you go in and you check out, you know, who they are, what they do, there's a lot of um, no names, of course, but there are a lot of um, fake experts out there. And it's too bad because it brings down people who are trying to share and provide information, a bad name. The other thing you have to take a look at is where and when was that person who claimed to be experts, uh, what year was either the course or the material you're looking at? Is it current? Because if you take a look at five years ago, it's completely different. If you take a look at two years ago, it's different. The The whole landscape has changed. So it, it is important. And I don't know about you, Mike, but anybody who's sitting on a Lamborghini flashing money, I automatically <laughs> click off. I don't listen 100%. to it. That's why I'm know. in my basement in my hoodie. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'll also say one other thing is um, – Go to the BBB. If you really want to find out if they're a legit com company, go there. You'll see the good and bad. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, I'm going to go to ours right now. Um, we got like a 4.28 out of five, which for a business opportunity business, I think is really good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, let's face it. We're in the business opportunity business. We're giving people opportunities to build businesses, which is probably the shadiest market you can be in. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's scary. So we have to watch everything we say and do and claim. Um, but the fact that, you know, we've been able to stay over a four point, you know, 4.2 rating, uh, you'll see good reviews or see bad reviews. You can see exactly what we've done in the past. Have we made it more successful? No, you know, it's not possible. Wish we could, um, but you'll never have that kind of success. Um, right. and so, you know, there, there are ways you can do it. Uh, that I like the BBB is a no nonsense way. You can't pay yourself to the top of that. Yeah. And, uh, just looked at Chuck's mentioning of Adam heist. Yeah. Adam. Oh yeah. Adam is a, a smart guy. Um, he's he's he does have an amazing course as well. That's one of them that uh, we were talking about earlier on. So, um, anyways, like I said, there's a, there are some very good, trustworthy courses out there. And if you're ever curious, I've pretty much either taken a look at or have had access to use certain courses. Um, I'm not going to slam anybody. 
But if you just say, hey, should I take this course or not? I'll give you my opinion um, without slamming people. But uh, anyways, um, that's up to you guys to make your decision. Uh, you know, if you ask me about two or three, I'll let you know, you know, a couple just like events. You know, people ask us for events. We tell them straight out what we think are the events to go to. SellerCon definitely is an event to go to. So, um, all right. Kels, is there any more questions? Um, I think we've pretty much covered them all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Does any uh, does Simon have any uh, sarcasm or anything? He's got a is he <laughs> no sarcastic uh, remarks or anything. I think he's good for now. Okay. But, uh, good. I'll all right. You know. All right. Okay. So last chance. If you just joined us, if it's first time listening, we've got a giveaway today. It's an awesome giveaway. Uh, Mike is uh, going to give away a VIP ticket to SellerCon that's coming up June 1st to the 3rd. If you can't make it, uh, also can convert that to a virtual ticket. I'm telling you the speakers in the lineup are fantastic. Uh, it's a great prize. Hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people and you'll get an extra entry. So um, we're gonna go to the uh, wheel right after our last sponsor. Launching products isn't like it used to be. To successfully launch your product, you need to hit that algorithm from all sides. Driving external sales, boosting social signals, and increasing product listing engagement are fundamental to success. Rebate is the first and only launch platform that delivers across this broad range. Get your product featured on Amazon.Live through Rebate's Influencer Program. With this service, your product gets instant exposure to large audiences of shoppers and permanent placement on Amazon Influencer Storefront, which drives perpetual sales. Run a sweepstakes campaign on Rebate and connect with shoppers off Amazon. And lastly, drive external sales with tried and true deals campaigns. Visit Rebate.com today and get started with your 14-day free trial. All right. I got to respond to Simon. This is um, a really great comment. These dudes that spew guff about eight, nine, ten figures drive me nuts. Me too. Uh, revenue is vanity. Profit is sanity. And you're right. So when people go on stage and they're saying they've got a million dollar or $10 million business, that's great for top line. What is your bottom line? What is your net profit? That's what I want to see. Having a $10 million business and you lose $100,000 is not a win in my books. So unless you're building your brand. There, there are strategies that will make you do that. But, you know, the typical, typical Amazon seller drives me nuts. Simon, you nailed it. <laughs> so anyways, Mike, that being said, it's awesome having you on the show. Before we go over to the wheel, anything else that you'd like to touch on, contact information, uh, how can people uh, get involved with Amazing? Yeah, I got three things, Norm. Uh, yeah. One, if you wanna go to SellerCon, check out the link that Kelsey's gonna give you right, uh, right there on the screen right there. Um, you, you will love it. I've never had anyone go to SellerCon that, that you know, when I personally talked to them, that they didn't have an awesome time. I'm sure yeah. there's someone out there I just haven't met anyone because it's just an incredible event. If you want to learn more about Amazing, what we offer, go to amazing.com. Um, you, you, we got like some free stuff you can check out first, kind of date before you marry. Uh, and then if you want to try out some of our programs, absolutely do it. We'd love to have you there as well. 
And thirdly, and just as importantly, I want to talk about Norm. Oh. So at SellerCon, Norm's going to be taking the stage uh, the second time. And the reason sure. we're bringing him there is not only because we <laughs> love Norm, or third, that's right, oh my gosh. Not only do we love Norm, and he always does a great job, um, but he's going to be teaching something that probably a few people know how to do, but most sellers do not know how to do. And that is how to get traffic from an unlikely traffic source uh, for your product and your brand. Norm, I'm going to give people a hint. What you be teaching? Yeah, I, people have heard me talk about uh, a typical Google scenario called Google. It was called Google My Business. Now it's Google Business Profile. And we're going to be driving the traffic from there using a case study that we started tracking um, uh, about a month ago. So you'll see real results uh, and show everything step by step about exactly how I did it and what the results are. Awesome. I'm excited to, to see that. Okay. So now that everything's out of the way, no questions left, let's go over the Wheel of Kelsey. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Okay. Some oh. lucky winner. All right, so thank you everyone who entered today's Wheel of Kelsey. I'm gonna shuffle up these names and uh, give it a spin. If you are the winner, please email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. And uh, let's see who it is. Chuck? Oh, Michael. Michael. Michael is today's winner, just by a hair. Congratulations, and thank you everyone who entered. Uh, if you didn't win, if you're not Michael, uh, we do have that $200 off uh, the SellerCon ticket. So uh, if you use the coupon code NORM, uh, I have the, uh, it's in the comments. Um, so check it out if you're interested. And uh, sorry, Chuck, it's a, it's it was a close. Dope. So close. Um, better luck next time. And uh, we do this every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So uh, yeah, come back and you can enter again. All right. So thank you so much, uh, Mike, for being on the podcast again. Uh, I'm sure that I will see you before the show or talk to you. Um, if you could just go backstage for a sec and uh, we're just going to close up the podcast. That's good. Thanks, everyone. Love being here. Uh, I love seeing this change, um, you know, and, and this is just an example of entrepreneurial, you know, just being an entrepreneur, being a business that thinks outside the box. You know, Amazon is going on. Uh, don't be a one-legged stool. Let's shift it over. And now omni-channel, which is pretty cool. Uh, anyways, thanks for uh, joining. And please stay, uh, join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. I say this every podcast. It's that we could not do this without you. Thanks to our community. Thanks for being part of the uh, Facebook group. If you're not, get over there, join. Uh, we've got really great engagement, tons of questions going on, and everybody's just answering. So it's it's great to see that engagement going on. But thank you so much for being part of the community, and we will see you on Wednesday. Have a good, uh, hold it, today's Wednesday. We'll see you on Friday. Have a good day. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcast, click over here. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.